Terrence Crawford versus Errol Spence. That's in boxing. This weekend. Huh? That's in boxing. Yeah. You have you have you um all right, well, perfect. This is a perfect conversation. Have you have you never heard either of those names before? Nope. That's cra- like it's crazy in a sense, but it's not. Because I'm as a like a I'm a big boxing fan and it's I understand why you probably like haven't heard of it. But like I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out why why boxing isn't really like breaking through how it used to be. Like why is it like is there any boxes you have heard of? Tank, because he's in jail. Well, just he got just out of jail him. or something like that. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know him because of boxing. But I know him because of. So you just the, the first time you ever heard of Tink was when he got arrested. Was well, I heard of him because of shit and probably social media, but not in not like actually watching his fights. Not like actually big fights. All right. Um, is there is there anybody else other than like Floyd and the and the old names? Like some of the older guys. Yeah. That's that's what that's what I'm trying to figure out where where the disconnect was like after because it's like uh, everybody kind of there's knows, too many like, promotions. That's all there is. There's no consistency in boxing. Like there's you, too they many. They don't make them fight each other. Not, okay. ju- not just fight each other. I feel like there's too many different people doing the promotions. Too many people setting up the the fights. Everybody's looking at it from a different angle, so there's no consistency. So so it becomes kind of tough. It's like consistency in what. And the way they promote the fight and the way they make it, the way they advertise it. Like, who's going to be the undercard? Like, how many people are going to compete? Like, you don't know if the entire card is going to be entertaining. Like, I don't know. Like, it just doesn't feel that way. Like, there's not too many household names anymore. Because uh, even even in UFC, there isn't a shitload of household names, but it's a lot of very entertaining like content, a lot of entertaining fights, a lot of like they'll keep you in your seat. I'm like, yo, I've never heard of these two random ass motherfuckers, but they give there is a hell of a match. Yeah, every night, every time that I've ever sat down to watch a UFC event, it has at least like four or five fights. Well, they would normally have more, but at, out of like six fights, at least three or four of them are like very entertaining. Oh, they have way more than six because yeah, you want to keep in mind they have two sets of prelims and then they have the main card Damn. for a pay per view. The only the only thing that isn't because I'm I'm not super into it like that like that to where I don't find wrestling and shit like that as entertaining like all the groundwork all, yeah because I I I understand how difficult that shit is that when you ha- like you you're wrestling with a motherfucker for five minutes three minutes whatever like how much that takes out of your body how hard that is I understand mm-hmm. it it just isn't the most entertaining to me I get it I used to be that way until I started training jujitsu. Because you don't know what's happening on the ground. And if you don't understand what's happening on the ground, so you're just like, oh, they're just hugging each other. Yeah. And you're like, why don't you just get up? But it's if you never had it. somebody be on top of you trying to hold you down, then you'd be like, oh, shit, getting up ain't easy. Like, it's, like it's, to me, it's harder than striking. Like, you get gassed out way more yeah. like, when you're trying to get somebody off you, especially if they know what they're doing. Because the whole time, yeah, like, from the, the little bit of understanding that, I, that I've been learning or whatever, is that the whole time, like, you're fighting for position. Like, so every everything that you're doing, everything is about position for you to either, like, to get that person or to get out of that person's grasp or whatever they're trying to do to you. Type just well, it's, you it's or... position, and then you're, like, not only position, but not making a mistake. Because if I put my arm in the wrong place, you can just take it and break it. You should, wait, say that one more time? Like, because it's not just about position, but also b- being aware enough of not doing dumb moves. Because even if, when you're on the ground, just yeah. putting your arm in the wrong place... You're handing it to them for them to break it. So how how regularly do do people break each other's like 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 bones or whatever? Well, they like- tap often. Like one, you could tap, but like if you just type in UFC and just type in like Amoras or something, mm-hmm. you'll see arm snapping. Because like in this, or like how some people 
or let them like let themselves get choked to sleep before they tap out. It's Correct. The, that's the equivalent. Correct. Like, fuck it. But the thing is, with a with a break, when you're going into some form of footlock or or when you're going for an arm or something like that, it gets a little trickier because it legit can come on very quickly. By the time you realize that something snapped already. That's crazy. All right, let me let me introduce you. Uh, welcome back to the Never Famous Podcast, the best upcoming podcast on the planet. Please make sure to hit the like, subscribe, comment. We appreciate all the love, the support. Um, we, we appreciate all that. So, you know what I'm saying? We're going to keep interacting, keep sending questions, comments, um, whatever y'all want to hear us talk about, anything. You know what I'm saying? Just... Let us know. Like, actually, let's start. Let's start this this with some, with some fan questions. I got a, hold on. I got a few. I got a few. Of of other people, you know, who knows you best? Of all the people I know who knows me best, yeah. My wife, probably. Of all the people I know, period. Yeah, period. And like, probably my wife. I'll probably see my sister, but. Like the the one with the one that lives with me. Um let me see. In your opinion, is it cute when someone is jealous? It's it cute when someone is jealous. Yeah. What do you mean it's cute? I'm reading the question. Like it's it cute when someone is jealous. Like I, I find it a I, little I find it a little attractive. Nah, it, I think it, it depends the, on the level of jealousy. That's what I'm saying. I think it depends. I feel like it shows it probably shows you that somebody cares yeah. in some way, but like what to what extent? Uh, like, like you know what I mean? Like, if you're gonna be going doing some crazy shit, <laughs> jealousy, I'm like, probably not. Like, the cuteness goes away, but like, if they show interest, I'm like, oh, they're worried. Like, it shows an element of concern to an extent. You're like, oh, appreciate like, you it a little yeah, bit, sort of, yeah. Uh, what's your favorite type of candy? Favorite type of candy? Uh, I don't eat a lot of candy, but for me, it's probably ice cream. It's, it's Does that count as candy? Ice cream. No, that's a whole that's a whole different like type of food. It's sweet. That's the only sweet thing I'd be eating. But it's not it's not candy though. It's it's a different food. Like I have the thing sour patches today, and I haven't had those. I don't know, in like two years. Damn, I ain't gonna lie, I'd be fucking some candy up. But yeah, I had like probably like sour patches, sweetest fish, something like that. And that's probably the ones I fuck with the most. Have you ever had any part of your body broken? Yeah, a bunch. Uh, what's it? Tell, tell us some of the things that you broke it. So I've broken both arms, uh, and a leg. Both arms and a leg. Damn. Yeah. What leg was it? My like what? my left. Well, it wasn't completely broken. I had surgery on it because I had issues with my Achilles. So I had to be walking around with a cast for a while. So I guess I was broken enough. And then broken arm when I was a kid, doing dumb shit. I fell. And then I broke my right arm throwing a baseball, just not in the middle of throwing. Damn. Yeah. Um, Have you broken any bones? Nah, I ain't never broke shit. I'm like, I'm like, I'm clumsy as fuck, but I'm also like, I don't know. I ain't, I'm, I ain't adventurous enough. Like, I, I ain't one of those motherfuckers that just go OD out their way to like. Have you gotten stitches? Nah. Then what the hell do you do? I'll be cooling. I'll be chilling. You see how you be seeing, like, my whole life, you see me, I just be chilling. That's how I be. I just be chilling. Like, just be talking shit and chilling. That's all I do. I feel, you know damn. what? You know what? I got That's stitches. That's so weird. I got stitches in my head. Not stitches. Uh, staples in my head. One time, my mom fucked me up. I can say this now. I was a kid. She fucked me up. But it was my fault. I take full responsibility for the ass whooping that I received because it was my fault. But my mom threw a... um. 
the hanger shit, like the shit, the the, the cortina joint. Mm. That shit, she threw one of them shits at me, and it happened. The stick. Yeah. And it, and all right, so it's like this. So it happened to land directly on my my big ass fucking head on the end of this shit. So it left like a little C mark in my head. Like if I don't know, you probably can see it right now. Shit, if I if I move my hair, but yeah, so. <laughs> That's why the only time that I got some shit. I had to go to the hospital. They're like, what happened? They're like, they're trying to ask me if she hit me. And shit. I'm like, nah, I fell. <laughs> but it's life, though. Like, it's cool. That's my man. Shout out to my mom. Let me see. And then I never, I never played. Even when I, when I played basketball, I never, I never got hurt, for real. Um, football, I played, like, with, the, like, two practices. I'm like, y'all got it. That's not for me. Um... When I played baseball, I fucked up my rotator cuff, but I didn't break it or tear anything. It was just like, yeah. that shit, I fucked it up. That's crazy to me. I don't know. I feel like kids now and day. I say like I'm that much older than you. I'm not even that old. But oh, I yeah. feel like everybody who I grew up with probably got stitches or broken arm, broke a leg or something growing up. Like almost everything. like little scrapes and shit. I used to bust my ass or whatever. I'm clumsy as fuck, but <laughs> that's about it. Like I ain't never really. That's crazy. You like roller coasters? I don't know if I asked you that one. I used to. I used to really like it, but I feel like they gotten weak. I don't know if because I'm getting older, more mature. Like I go on them now, and I'm like, I don't even. Yeah, I think I think it's probably because you're getting older. But have you have you been to um, what's the joint in Florida? Di- Disney World. Yeah. The one in Orlando. Have you been there? Yeah. I heard that one is. I haven't been there. I've been to like just the Disney or Universal. Universal's probably better. Disney's just for kids. It's like a bunch of like little rides and. Shit. Universal is what the Cali one. Uh, I know there's one in Florida too. I don't know the difference. I'm not going to that shit. So yeah, like this one. In, yeah, I mean, maybe if I have kids, but it, like them shits are expensive as fuck. Like if you go with like your whole family and all that shit, like to stay there and all the take everybody, like that shit is expensive. Yeah, hey, fuck it. The, those are the only ones we we gonna read. Send some more fan questions and um, send some good questions and shit. Some shit we could, you know what I'm saying we could talk about. I did. I did want to get into a couple movies and stuff. Before we start talking about uh, anything else, have you have you watched anything new? Any more any new movies? Anything? Not at all. This motherfucker. I got a couple movies that I want to watch. I just haven't had a time. Like everybody's talking about Barbie. I want to see Oppenheimer. Uh, well, you mentioned those two movies. Are they like? I don't know shit about either one of the two movies. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I don't know shit about the, either one of the two movies. Are they connected in any way? No, they just happen to come out on the same weekend and have like a similar no. Poster? Or not at all. One? Like they're the complete opposite of. Oh. I think people made like memes where they combined both posters. Yeah. Like people are like doing like a whole thing about going to watch both movies and shit, shit like that. But I know one is just about Barbie, so it's all about like yeah. girly shit, and the other one is about the atomic bomb. So like building the, the atomic, atomic bomb. Oh, building the atomic. Um, are you talking like nineteen forties shit? Yeah, Manhattan like that's what. That's the uh, the scientists who made it, pretty much. That's what it's about. So you want to watch both of them, or just Oppenheimer? You said probably Oppenheimer. I don't really like Barbie. Doesn't catch my. I have an idea already what Barbie's going to be all about. So like, I don't even it doesn't catch my attention. I wonder. I wonder if it's good enough. The movie is good enough to transition, like, to get men to watch the movie too. Like how? Like how? Well, can transition. To I it? think look, and I haven't watched it, so whatever I said doesn't really count. Yeah. Seeing the reactions, you have two camps. You have the the camp of they're diminishing men, and then you have the camp of it's just highlighting the issues with men. In that movie, in particular, and, and Barbie, yeah, because it's all about like girls and shit. And and what I understand is like the 
the Kens want to take control somehow. Uh, and like Barbies are, are setting a plot to not allow them to do it. So it's kind of like, oh, men want to run shit and now women should do it. I'm going to be honest. I might watch that movie just so A, I can make jokes and B, like, well, three things. B, we can talk about it on the pod and C, because it's, it just sounds like some shit that would just be like good content to, to, to talk about. I'm going to watch that shit. Let me see if I go to the movie. I can't go by myself. Though. I'm going to look wild. <laughs> going to sit in the, in the theater like, yeah, let me get one, uh, one ticket for Barbie, please. <laughs> I'm tired of seeing people dress as Barbie. Like, everybody was freaking dressing in pink and shit. Yeah. Everywhere. I don't know. People like, uh, I mean, fuck it. Everybody. Nah, fuck it. Fuck it. I'm with the, I'm with the culture of uh, fuck it. Like, everybody rock with whatever the thing is. Like, everybody fuck with it. Yeah. Everybody make it more, like, interactive and shit. I like that. Like, when Wakanda first came out, it was like, it's fucking. I, was, I went to the, see that shit in Upper Darby, so you know that shit was like Little Africa. <laughs> that shit was full of Africans in there. Shit was popping. Everybody had their shit on, like their. 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 Sheepy. Yeah, the clothes that's from. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. to them. There's a, there was a better way to say that, but it's not coming to me right now. You know what I did see, though, um, on Netflix? Uh, they, they called me. What the fuck? They cloned, uh, they cloned Tyrone. That's what. That's what. Oh, I watched that. Oh, you watched I that. I did see that. So that's that's uh, for whoever for the listenership viewership. Um, if you haven't seen it, that's Jamie Foxx's uh new movie on Netflix. And I, th- I thought that shit was hilarious because at the same time that they have all this shit on social media, this conspiracy theory of like, oh, that he got cloned and all this other shit. He comes out in a movie of, well, he didn't get cloned, but somebody else did. And like, I thought I thought that shit was hilarious. <laughs> like, I got no, oh, he got cloned in it too. He had clones too. He had clones in it. Yeah, I might have not. Remember that. when he got the guy all the way at the end? He spoiler, faked it. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Because we gotta get it. Um, say that again. Like when the guy came down to the lab where everybody was like inside the tubes, that he laid like one of the clones on the ground and then he came from behind him. But I don't, I, I don't remember it. It's Jamie, Jamie Foxx getting clone. I remember the other guy had a whole bunch of them. But yeah, and Jamie Foxx had a few of them too. I might, I might have think I might have missed that part. It was it was a good movie though. I liked it. It was it was entertaining. Like there's laughs and there's, it's a good storyline, so it keeps you entertaining, entertained throughout the movie. <clears throat> and the way that it ended, I feel like it could they could keep it going, and like you know, make something else like, out of it. Yeah, like I think I, they left it like with a cliffhanger. But I'm wondering, it's like, ah, oh, is it gonna be the same shit? And uh, yeah, in another like in another city, it's just gonna be ah. Eh. I mean, it, it depends. I feel like they left it. They left it to where it, like it's open enough to like. They they could do a couple of different things with it. They could play with it, but also I'm like, damn. Whenever I see some shit in movies, I I, I get scared a little bit because I always say this shit art imitates life. But I feel like I've heard I've I've heard people say that shit before. But <clears throat> what scares me about that shit is that I feel like it comes from somewhere. Yeah, like that kind of shit. Like it don't it don't just be like oh just randomly create think, like thinking about this shit like. They like people say art imitate imitates life, but I think it's just it's flip. Wait, art imitates life. Yeah, yeah, no, that's how it is. Yeah. And then we just think that oh, because of when we see it in the movie, like oh my god, that's the first time that that like oh somebody no, but that's that idea came from somewhere, like aliens and all this other shit. That shit, a whole bunch of shit that we like oh this will never happen or just random shit we see in movies and then twenty twenty years later, forty years later, this should be happening. Yeah, if, if we are saying that after the last three years. If the last three years didn't teach us that's like shit that happens in movies can happen in real life, 
it's really going to like throw you off. And especially now, because I think now shit is going to move so much quicker than it ever has, especially with AI and shit like that. Like it's going to take shit to a whole different level because now you got to be like, now you don't really know if people are saying the right things or somebody making it up or is the government making shit with AI so they make somebody popular say something that they didn't say, but they throw you enough. So you're like, start questioning what's true and what's not true. I mean, we should be questioning that shit anyways, but I agree with you 100%. I, I, get, I understand what you're trying to say. But because there, there, there is going to have to be some way of verification for shit. But it's, it's a scary. But like, will, how they going to, what, what would they use to verify this shit? Like, they're going to, and then the shit, by the time that they even figure out what they could use to verify shit, like, everything is slow. Everything, everything move like, technology moves at a, at a really fast and rapid pace. But by the time that the laws and all the things that can catch up to, like, protect the citizens or help the citizens actually come around, it's it, a whole bunch of shit done happened. Because now they just starting to make, like, the laws to, like, try to fight back against the internet, in a sense. But it's just like the internet's been out for so long and so much shit didn't happen. They didn't, they didn't stole all of our shit already. Like our fucking identities, our fuck. They didn't stole a whole bunch of shit from us already. They took a whole, our, our our data. And- you don't want me to go in that because I'll, I'll go down a rabbit hole. Because I think the main issue we have is that we're gonna have people that they're too old, so they don't even understand what's happening, and they're the ones that are supposed to be regulating it and saving you from it in some way. Like they don't even. I don't even think most people that are. And politics right now, I would say like 90% of them, they don't understand what AI really is. But I, I understand that you're saying that because of they you saying that because of their age. Well, their age and just I don't know, like something simple as like, have you ever tried explaining how to download an app to your dad on an iPhone? That motherfucker's stupid as shit. Exactly. Yeah. Imagine people older than that are the ones making decisions about AI. But I don't I don't think it's is net like Comparing the app to AI, I think is is a little bit of a reach at the moment, just because it's like it's AI is so much more complex than you downloading an app. No, it is. But isn't. I also it's so much simpler. I don't. I, I don't like the whole the whole process of it. The whole like I don't know. I think or like what it can turn into, and like the severity of it, I think is a little bit more complex. Yeah, like than, the simplest than, shit to talk about is TikTok right now. People haven't been able to regulate social media. And yeah. social media has been out for 15 years or so now. Yeah. And there hasn't really been any other regulation other than, like, we should cancel people or use the power to shut, to make people who we don't want to talk shut up. Yeah. Like, that's the only thing they've been able to do. Uh, and there's nothing you can really do about it. And if you haven't done that with that, with AI, that's going to move faster than social media did. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Like, by I, the time I, they try to react, it's going to be too late. I agree with, with that. But my what I, what I was going to say was... Um, so then what percentage of, of, let's say, under under 30, 35 and under, do you think really understand AI? If, if we say, because, and to be to be at a certain level, of, like, the high level government, oh no, president is 55. Let's say, like, you know, like some of the yeah. other people are 55 plus. So let's put it, like, let's say people 35 and under. How what, what percentage do you think really understands AI? Most people don't understand AI. Unless you're in tech right now, like, we're in tech, you probably don't get it. That's what I'm saying. Because it's so new. Like, if, if you talk about, because everybody's thinking about AI, like ChatGPT, for example, is yeah. like the one that most people are kind of familiar with. Yeah. It's been out for, what, three months, four months? It's like, it's less than half a year. And look how crazy it's gotten. And how it's replaced, it hasn't replaced, but it's going to replace a bunch of jobs. Now, the only thing that's interesting is that I think 
AI is going to do something that we didn't think was going to happen. Because uh, even three, four or five years ago, there were people talking about, oh, with AI and automated stuff, we're going to lose a lot of blue collar jobs. So like truck drivers are going to lose their jobs, yeah. stuff like that. I remember that being a big thing. Else. But now AI has proven to do the opposite. AI is going to start replacing white collar jobs. So like a bunch of writers are losing their jobs, a mm. bunch of paralegals. Like AI is very, very good at doing the shit that computers can do by repeating. Because all it's doing is just analyzing data and putting it together in a way that it thinks you want to hear. It's like a, I heard somebody describe it as, it's like a little puppy that wants to make you happy. That's what AI is. It's like you tell it, I want you to write this and it make it sound like this. And it's going to try to use all the information that it has to just put it together in that way to make you happy. Um, and But it's going to attack the people who probably upper middle class, which we didn't expect to get hit the most. So it's going to create an interesting dynamic, like in society, because I was like, most, it's not, it's not going to affect plumbers. It's not going to affect construction workers, at least not yet. But it's going to affect those that used to work from home, everybody that used to work remotely and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Like it'll, it'll take longer to affect the the construction the construction and truck drivers and all that shit it'll yeah. be, it'll be longer down the road than like a writer well the right? thing is that you have to keep in mind say a plumber like to the simplest extent you probably always going to need plumbers cuz not all the houses are not going to get updated to a new way of plumbing immediately and like pipes are going to burst you get what i mean like this building we're in it's already been built the pipes that are here are here from whenever the building was built so you need someone that can work on this so how do you make a machine that will learn how to work on today's pipes, the pipes that will be out in 20 years from now, the pipes that were done in the 70s, the pipes that were done in the 1910s, because you have houses from, from those years. Oh, so so it's kind of, those are always probably going to require some kind of human element. So let's, let's backpedal a, a little bit. Um, so, because I don't, I don't entirely blame it on their age, on, on the government shit, like how you're saying that. I don't think it's an age thing. Oh, okay, no, because that's what I was gonna ask you. Like, so how do you, how do you think people educate themselves more with that? No, because I think think about it. Well, I'll use H in a different way. I think depending on how old you are when something started, you're gonna view it differently, and and we can talk about that even with the internet, something that we've already known. Do you get what I mean? Like, if somebody who was born in the year 2000, they were born when the internet already existed, so that's their normal. Do you get what I mean? Somebody who was born like how, how I was, like in the early 90s or like late 80s, you were born just before the internet, sort of, but you got enough of prior to after that you can survive through it and you can live through it. And you're like, oh, I could probably make money with this and you can make a career out of it. The people that were born, like say the 60s and prior, way prior to the internet, to them, the internet is the end of the world. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, like the, our parents the, will blame the internet for everything and anything going wrong in society. Yeah, the first time and anything drops, it's always, it's always like crazy because yeah, the, the first one to do it, they, you always, the, the groundbreaking thing is always like the crazy shit. What people look at be like, because you, you don't know it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just something unknown. So we'll be like, yo, what the fuck? I remember when Uber first came out and and they were like, yo, you're just getting these random ass cars with these random people and they're just taking you places and da 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 da. And it was this whole thing. But I'm like, wait, well, y'all motherfuckers been doing that with taxis forever. Now you just order yeah. it through your phone, but it's something new. So it's like, what the fuck? Is, and then, you know, Uber did, does have its problems and all that. But with new shit, people just, 
I know, but then people who were born and Uber was a normal to them is just yeah, you just get in a car with a stranger. That's yeah. that's how things are. Because sometimes I be thinking about this. Shit. I'm like, I, I I was born in '97, so it was I'm I'm at the like I'm right at the line, but like not really like. Nah. I, I remember, yeah, because I remember I was I didn't, I didn't have a phone until I was probably like eight or nine years old. So I remember all those years, like going to school a little bit and just kind of fucking like. But you didn't have I a phone. Talk to nobody or whatever. Nah, but you had computers in schools. By the time you started school, yeah, but they were slow as fuck. It was, but there was like, already computers out there. They had yeah, like yeah, the internet was school. a thing. Yeah, like if you think about but it's it, not this. It's not. It's not the world that at the palm of my hand. But the iPhone came out when you were ten. But in yeah, that's true. And then even when it came out, though, it still wasn't this. It didn't really get to like this. So maybe like iPhone six around there. Yeah. And it's like by the iPhone four, you already had pretty much everything. I'm lying prior to it, but yeah. But it wasn't. It wasn't what it is now. Like when when the internet first came out, when when shit like like iPhone four era. That's like when social media really started to pick up. Like because MySpace was different. That was a different kind of social media. When I'm saying like with Instagram and all that shit or when Twitter first started, these things, they were like a lot more lighthearted. They were or like it, it was just, it was just different energy around it altogether. That's that's what I mean by the iPhone six. It was different. The iPhone yeah. seven it was a little different. But at somewhere around that time, like I don't know what year the iPhone seven dropped. I feel like somewhere in my head it's like I got like 2015, 16. Somewhere around that where Instagram started to change its algorithms and put the most important shit at the top and all this other shit, that's when shit started to like fuck with people's mentals. That's when your generation was like running 100% in it. Because by that point, you were all teenagers and like really into it. But maybe because I was a kid, but that the way that social media was didn't affect me then the way that it affects me now. I know. Well, before you didn't have the algorithms like they do now. Where they're yeah, just feeding you shit that they think you want to see to keep you watching. Yeah, I like think that, that, that's like that's what, a like that's enough for one thing. So whenever the algorithms came in like that, that like strong, I, that's what really changed shit. I think that like I feel like that's when they got to look at like the drop of of or not the drop, excuse me, but the the uptick in and significant like mental health problems with people. And and I just think it sparked a different set of mental health problems. So I feel like mental health issues as always they've always been there. I think the main difference is now they're amplified. And the, the reason I say they're amplified is because, like, now it's okay to talk about it in a way that's never been kind of accepted. And the stigma has kind of been removed. And it's almost praise to kind of talk about it. So now you have people talking about mental health problems all the time. Yeah. Like, you have people, like, talking about being, treating people, being psychologists all the time online and, like, giving advice all the time. And in my mind, I'm like, you're not even stable yourself. Like, how the hell can you be doing this shit for somebody else kind of a thing? So it's kind of weird. But but I think that's the number one thing. I feel like right now, and I think people don't do as much physical things. And I think that affects your psyche. I feel like right now, most people, lead, they live a sedentary lifestyle. So, like, not doing anything physical also impacts your mental health. Yeah. Because, like, uh, like you're only getting probably your dopamine fixes from looking at a screen yeah. as opposed to moving lifting weights doing shit that kind of brings you a reward to your brain also and i think that shit probably fucks up your your whole yeah but i don't i don't think that like i i agree that people have always had mental health um problems i i like i just think it's just activated something in more people or it's get like it's just, it's just made it more popular. it amplified like more it people have it 
It amplified it. Yeah, like the like more factors for you to for you to turn that shit on, like turn that switch on. You get what I'm saying? So like I, I think there's a factors for you to 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 turn it on, but I think because back in the day you didn't have to. I didn't have to see like the certain the, the whatever whatever bothers me now. I didn't have to see it before. On so like because there was no social media. You get what I'm saying? If I went yeah, like you could shut it off, and I'm like yo and. Like, like you can shut it off. Like, I think that's one of the hardest things I, I can only imagine. Like, growing up now has to be hard because if you're a kid and you have access to social media, let's say you have a bully. Yeah. Say back when I went to school, once I went home, the bully is no longer home. Yeah. But exactly. like now, if you have your phone, they're still there. You know what I mean? Like, they can, they can still be correct. So I, so I think that brings a different element that you didn't see. You haven't seen before. That, that's exactly. So that's what I mean. So even when I was in school, I, I got bullied in school, but... I still had social media and like that didn't transfer over for me personally per se because and I know that there's people that they were like 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 yeah I got I got like terrorized on social media I got I got bullied on social media but for me I didn't really feel like that was like a real thing like in in the era when I was when I was a teenager when I was growing like up like cyberbullying yeah like I feel like cyberbullying really more picked up maybe like maybe after I got out of school yeah or maybe to me it's just that I I always saw it like I could just put it down. In a sense, like cyber cyberbullying. I, I think the access was way different because before you had to go on a computer, so so you weren't carrying it around all the time. It wasn't as you accessible. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was it wasn't as easy for you to be on it, and and I think right now, because it's gotten to the way that it is today, like now you have to deal with people being willing to say things that they would never say to you in front of your face. And Big that's fact. a fact. Like, I know right now, there's people who probably drop a comment and say something about me. And I know if I have them right in front of me, they won't have the balls to say whatever they're going to write on the internet. Yeah. But because they only see it as a screen, they probably forget that there's a person on the other side. And I think that's the toughest shit to deal with right now. That the, the humanizing piece is getting lost. It's almost like you're seeing people like, like you're in a video game for lack of a better term, you know what? The shit is going to lead me right into something I wanted to talk about, about your generation and what the fuck is going on with TikTok. But but I'm going to show you some shit. Because what I mean is getting to the point that people are starting to disassociate people because I only know them to a screen, so they're a character, they're not a human, and they keep forgetting that shit. You said, like, oh, some, like you ever played GTA? Yeah. So, like, when you're just driving around and you just hit a motherfucker and you just keep driving, like, yeah. a random motherfucker just yeah. like that. Right. And now that shit is happening literally. Yeah, the only I, the only shit that I think is just for me personally, me personally, why I don't do that shit for two things is a I'm a hater, but I'm not really a hater. Like I hate, but like yeah, not really. I'm not gonna say comment on somebody's shit. Like I think that's wild for you just to go comment on somebody's shit and say some negative thing on the like on this shit. I think that that's crazy. But like in karma, like I feel like just because the karma, just no instant karma of I'm in your face and I'm like yo fuck you da 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 and or whatever I'm disrespectful to you and then you can respond in my face right now because we're face yeah. to face. But behind the screen, like you said, they, they feel like there's no, uh, there's no, maybe not no instant reaction, but I, I personally believe that that karma is going to spin back on you. Probably. Especially if it affected that person. I think that that, it, you might not call it karma, but just that negative energy you put out was going to spin Probably. back on you. Yeah. Like there's going to be, like somebody else going to return it. I don't know. Like to me, it's weird. Like I will not comment uh, to someone that I don't know. Like I don't, if I don't personally know you, I won't really comment on your shit. Online. Unless I'm a fan, and I don't I'll even comment, so even if I'm a fan, like I'll like, well, I'll I'll make comments to something they do, mm -hmm. uh, and if I don't like something and I want to spark a conversation to see where they're coming from, like I'll DM them before I drop a negative comment and shit about criticizing something because that may be a reasoning why shit might have happened, and it's, and that's actually led to me 
getting to know people and like like and like building relationships with people that I never would have done before. That's um, a good approach. I never thought about that. That's oh yeah, like that's one of the easiest ways for me to like get to like people who have like a million followers and shit. It's random because they may not even see the DM, but because I come to them as a person, they end up like, oh shit, they're following me back and shit, and like we build up like a different type of connection, uh, as opposed to just like randomly troll like i like to me that's weird yeah. um and then the other piece especially for men is when you're face to face to someone you probably measure what you say because you know there is the potential for physical violence in the middle of any conversation with any man so you are literally going to like filter or like maneuver the way you're going to handle a conversation uh in a way that's going to be like either respectful or don't cross certain lines yeah. Because you know, it's like, hey, like, hey, if I go and pass a line, he can just smack me. You get what I mean? And I'm like, and most people are not willing to get physical. And and that's why they, they'll say it online because they're thinking it's like a video game almost. But they wouldn't do it face to face. That thing that you wanted to talk about, you said you were going to put up the TikTok thing you wanted to pull up. Oh, yeah. um, is that like a video? or a It's a bunch of videos. All right, cool. While you pull that up, I'm going to run. Oh, they're right. All right, cool. So let me, let's take a little break real fast. I'm going to pee and be back. The fucking girl that ran away. No. That fake, that fake, that shit, she's nope. bugging out. No, 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 no. So this shit is trending right now in social media. So you're younger than me, so this should make make sense to you. But this is the what people are currently watching and they I don't find. Use fucking TikTok. I don't know what you use, but like it's people your age. <laughs> I feel like adults should not be doing. Oh, can you pause this for a second? Cause for, I'm gonna be honest, all the all the women before that last one, I was gonna say I don't know what the fuck is going on, but they like a whole bunch of like earthy chicks. So I'm like, they them bitches is weird. They, you know what I'm saying? I figured. They oh no, it's not only chicks. I thought it was a bunch like, cause they look at these women, they all like little earthy chicks. She don't look like this, but what the fuck is she doing? Are they like sucking dick for like like they're like air sucking dick for for like gifts or whatever? Not gifts, but that fuck on YouTube they call gifts. I forgot what those are called. Yeah, like that's exactly what, that. So they're acting like a, an NPC, so a non playable character. So remember what oh, you said about is. like Grand Defado? Like yeah. you're saying like you just ran them over. Like those yeah. those people that just repeat the same lines and shit. That's what they're pretending to be online. And every time you donate, they do whatever the thing you donated for. So that's why they keep repeating the same lines because people keep donating. So people are giving them money to do this shit. Um, I'm gonna be honest. There's a lot of shit that I would not do for money. <laughs> we don't all. We don't all. You know what I'm saying? We don't all live like that. You know that there's people that they'll do whatever for money, but um, I don't judge that. They cool. Like I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'm gonna be honest. If you buy the, cause she that last that, that last shorty, she looked high. <laughs> she looked like she was getting a whole bunch of motherfuckers to donate and give her money and all this shit. So it's like, all right, if you 
when I sit there, like she's sitting there making more money doing that than I've made off this podcast. I'm gonna be honest, like I don't mean I, I don't feel bad for her. No, because she's monetizing. Like, yeah, the motherfuckers has like who's sending the money. Yeah, I'm the, those are the type of motherfuckers. That those are the the one in three motherfuckers that's not getting no pussy in the last three years that, that we was talking about. <laughs> what's the what's the study? Oh, it's only year? well they're doing it to guys too, so it's not like it's uh, only girls doing this shit. Jesus Christ, I don't know, bro. I just I don't, but I don't know what motherfuckers going like think that that's going to do. Be, like I don't know. I'm like this to me. It makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Like I don't know, I don't understand what's going on. I don't, I don't so, get like, what you're give doing. Money doesn't like I get it if it had been like a bit and she's doing it like a like it's a joke or something. But she's doing this shit apparently daily, like and she's bag, getting probably like seven grand or something a day. <sighs> shit, so something I'll be thinking about it. I'm like, yo, this shit. I <laughs> I be thinking about some shit sometimes. I'm like, yo, let me wild out for the content. But I'm like, nah, I can't do that. Like at the end of the day, like there's still certain shit. Like I got it. I gotta be able to go home at night and look at myself in the mirror and be okay with 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 the shit that I put out, like the content that I put out, regardless of what it is. Like certain shit I do, like all right, I, I'll say certain shit like as a joke or just fucking around or whatever, and that, and like what I could do that. But certain shit, I'm like, I don't know, I can't do it. I don't think there's anything wrong with that per se, but I just can't. I sit think there and do that. I think there's something wrong. Like you cannot be all good in the head to be doing that shit and thinking that shit is all right. But I'm she getting paid I'm seven bands a day, bro. I know, but I feel like that the mental health shit we were just talking about, that's on display right on those videos. Oh on which side? On both, both sides? Both sides. Yeah, I want you to okay, give me her point of view. Like why why do you say that but about her per se? Because the motherfuckers that's that's giving her bread, I agree with you. They wilding the fuck out. But from her, how like I feel like there's an element of what would you call it? Because I get it. She's making money. So I'm like, that's okay. Like, we're like, uh, like saying, oh, it's all right because she's doing it for money. But I'm like, almost from like, you're degrading yourself. But then we say, we say that the same, not we, but like men say the same shit when you see it, when you see a show on Oldie fans, you see a modeling, you, you see her selling pussy, all these other kind of shit. We like, we view them as, as less. Not we. I mean, stop saying we. Men view them as less because that shit is like they they find that as degrading. But like she not she are right, she's repeating some bullshit or whatever. But at least she got all her clothes on. Oh, she's an OnlyFans too. All right. Well, that's not surprising either. But I would just say like just that one particular act right there. I don't necessarily think is degrading, but I do think it's weird as fuck. Like if she was my girl and she was doing that, like I would like that's the time of the, of the day when I would leave the house. Like <laughs> I'll go work out. I go. Do something else. I don't know what the fuck. I'll start working out just to not be around that bitch. She's doing that. Because <laughs> I'm going to be honest. If I come home and I hear you making all these fucking noises, I'm like, I'm going to think you just fucking, like, you possessed or some shit. Like, you just doing random ass shit. Then you're doing all these fucking gestures and shit. Like, I don't know. I think it's kind of crazy. But, like, if you listen to, like, what they're doing, like, some of them are, like, some of the things are kind of sexual in a way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what was she, like, air sucking dick or something? Like, yeah. So you see, she pretended to be like one of the girls from Grand Theft Auto right now. Like when you like pull up in a car. Yeah. This that internet era shit though that like. 
ah shit don't make sense to me i'm like i don't know i don't get i get i get that she's making money i i understand that 100 percent, and it's the same shit with only fans and i don't want to lump the two together because it's two very different things but i'm saying is you're doing that shit right now how are you going to feel about this i don't know five years from now ten years from now uh Maybe one day you have kids and they have to watch this because it's online. So, you know, that shit ain't going away ever. Yeah. Uh, like, how are you going to react? So so I have an interesting kind of thought in my mind of what is it going to be like for this generation that is so accepting of these things that I may consider as like, hey, you're like kind of degrading yourself or not valuing yourself in the way that you're just sharing yourself with the world. What is it going to be like when these people hit their 30s and shit and maybe they want to get married or maybe they start having kids or they're struggling to find somebody to marry them and shit like that? Or are standards going to change to the point that, I don't know, guys are going to be accepting of, it's cool if you did OnlyFans, like it's normal. Like, I don't know. Like, in my mind, the I way the way I view OnlyFans is a little different because that's to me, it's just the modern day porn prostitution is not too far off you're selling your body at the end of the day it's just uh you're doing it online it's not and, and it's not any and back in the days you might have been a stripper to do that uh but but once again i think this touches what we were saying because you're doing it through a screen you find it more acceptable and if you had to be a stripper where you had to physically be around someone you probably wouldn't do it or you would just do it somewhere somewhere that's not from where you're from. But not as many girls as they do. Like, as many girls as they're doing OnlyFans right now w- weren't, wouldn't, be, strippers. wouldn't be strippers. Yeah. Like, they wouldn't have the balls to stand in front of... Of a stage and all that and a, oh, Yeah, to do it. In front of all these people. It's different when you're in the intimacy of your, own, of your home and you're alone. You can edit shit yeah. and make yourself look as good as you want or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's you true. kind of put yourself in this place where you kind of create a bubble of like, oh, I get to choose of like who sees it and you get to ignore what people may be saying. But then we're at a point in society that, like, like, if people criticize that, then the people criticizing are in the wrong. Like, you're supposed to just accept it. Uh, so I don't know. I find, I find that very interesting. I'm like, what is it going to be like five, ten years from now, 15 years from now? I, I think it's, it's going to be all those things that you said. There are going to be women who are going to struggle to find a partner. There's gonna there are gonna be men that are gonna be like yo I don't give a fuck about none of that shit that you was on before like I I fuck with you I think you're the most attractive woman in the world whatever they gonna fuck with it regardless because men men are men we gonna we gonna fuck with them regardless and then there's gonna be women that are like are, are gonna be regretful or are gonna undo some of the things that they might have done to their body or whatever the fuck and they're gonna try to change that shit to like maybe try to appeal to a different type of man or whatever I think I think it's gonna it's gonna go all different like every Every like it's gonna be like a highway with like just a whole bunch of different things. Like I don't know. I, I don't think I don't think it's gonna swing one particular way. Well, the thing is that if you look at the way some 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 numbers are headed, it's kind of weird. Like I know we mentioned, uh, like one in three men are haven't had sex in a year. Yeah. Like like especially men under thirty. To me, I found that shit mind boggling. I'm like, before your thirties, you're not getting any. It's like crazy to me. Like that's the time when you probably should be getting the most. Uh, but then the same thing, there are studies saying that for the first time ever, like women are the most single they've ever been after they hit a certain age. Uh, so, so it's kind of creating this interesting dynamic of like, oh, people are just being alone. Like they're growing up alone and, and, and in different ways. So it seems like women are doing it by choice and men are doing it 
but by the, default. They're not doing it by choice. With, with like in marriages too, like marriages aren't are not lasting. Like people breaking them, relationships aren't lasting. It's the same. It's the same thing. Like all across the board. I just I think it's it's just the the internet effect of like just every like if if you're not a hundred percent secure in in what you got of like yo even though. We going through problems in our relationship and and whatever. And this, I'm like, no, we we still a team. Like we gotta hold each other down. Then you fuck because there's some people think that they have so many options and so much shit available that they can just. Or I bet like you're not like whatever little argument we in. I right, fuck it. Then I'm on to the next guy. I'm on to the next guy or, or girl. Whatever, yeah. And relationships ain't lasting. I just I think it's it's that options shit. Options in which way? People feeling like they have so many options just because they can see so many people in front of them. Type shit. Or like they have oh, so I many wet, too many men and like so many men in the DM and all that shit. Like every every shorty that that posts at least fucking one picture a month got at least like three guys on it. You just gotta post at least once. Just so motherfuckers know you alive and you active a little bit and you gonna have at least three, four motherfuckers on you. You might not like them, they might not be who you want, but you gonna have motherfuckers on you. Every shorty like, nah, I don't got I don't got nobody on because you're not paying attention to them. But that doesn't mean that guys aren't chasing you. Now for us it's a little different because it's not really women like regularly chasing men as as much as we chase women like there are men who get chased by women but that's very rare you don't see that probably normally. small percentage yeah yeah like normally it's a high like a quote-unquote high value man i know so, that means huh somebody who makes a lot of money or something yeah like quote-unquote like yeah like motherfuckers that that's making over a million or like that they they just flash in a certain type of lifestyle or whatever because it's all it's all just facades and shit well some people that's some people's actual lives but you know what I mean? yeah I guess so. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. I don't. I don't think the average man that that is just like like me. Like I'm not. I'm not just getting chased by like a bunch of women and shit like that. It's just. But I think that's never been the case, even before social media. I think it's it's been always kind of accepted. No, but what I I said, I'm sorry to cut you off. What I what I I was saying that to say that like women always get women have always been getting chased. Like always, men have always chased women. Like whenever women, you could go anywhere. You could, as a woman, like I have female friends are like, oh, I could go to the supermarket. I could go to the fucking post office, whatever the fuck, whatever. Yeah. So a guy is going to most likely talk to, but now it's different. Like now it's, it's like double or triple four times that depending on the woman. You know what I mean? That's more what I was trying to say, which is for them, it's just so much more. Yeah. Like, well, they have more because they have people from outside. Cause I think the main difference is maybe back in the days, you probably would have seen people from your circle in some way. Like if wherever you are around, like people from your area, yeah. like that's all you're gonna be around. Yeah. So that's it's probably your 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 pool of selection uh, is probably smaller, but you probably get to know people way better. As to now, probably most girls do have access to the internet, anybody, anywhere, at any time. Uh, which you get into an argument with a shorty and fucking. You get to talk to me with your girl like a week later. You see her in Dubai and shit. You like, bitch. I thought you didn't even have half of the rent money. Now you in Dubai. Like, what the fuck? Now you yeah. all of a sudden like, and you and the whole time you ain't even know that rent a motherfucker followed her a month ago and shit. Now and they flew her out. Just any little argument and shit. So it's like it's different. Like there's different kind of access. Like because uh, attractive women have like a different kind of access to to men with a lot of money. Because if you bad as fuck and you can build up a like a nice little following on social medias where, where social media where people are commenting and reposting and all that shit, you're gonna come up on somebody's algorithm after like a certain time. No, that's fine, but I think you have access to to probably have sex with them. That's about it. I don't think most of those men should probably marry you. It's highly unlikely. You saying for the women? Yeah. Oh yeah, but because I would not- say most men that are probably like if I like like if they're flying people out, are they? Do you think they're only flying you out? 
You get what I mean? So yeah. how likely are you that you, they're going to take you seriously? But then that puts you in that weird conundrum of like, how many times are you going to get flown out by how many different men? And then when you want to settle down, you get to the point that you're like, oh, shit. Like, either I think it's going to make one or two things. It's probably going to put you in a place where you say, because I attract men that can fly me out everywhere. So they let's say they make a decent amount of money. I don't know. Say, I don't know, 300 grand or something a year at least. You're going to assume it's like, oh, this is what I have to get married to because that's who I attract. But you never were able to keep one of those $300,000 men or more. So then you're gonna think about that. Part. Then you're gonna be at a place where you're gonna be what? You're gonna say you're gonna settle, and then a normal guy that I don't know, maybe making eighty k a year or some shit. Is that normal? I don't know. Was, I don't know. Was average? I mean, average is like forty. Like forty. But uh, but let's say let's just put it like a little bit higher because if she if she used to date three hundred k plus and you know let's say the guy's making like a hundred. Yeah. So like it, it would be it would be a, a an adjustment where I feel yeah I I don't think that it would be. Super easy. But would you even take? Would they even take them seriously? So I feel like that creates a weird dynamic of like women are like choosing to not take guys seriously. Like it was like, oh, like no, but because there's always the grass is always greener on the other side, yeah. and they get to the point where like they're doing this until they're forty or something, and then they, nobody ever comes. I, I just think motherfuckers don't want to build for real. I'll be honest. Like, like every woman I know that does very very well. And I'm saying does well. If I go income bracket, they're probably making at least 150 and up. They're all single. Like every single one I know. I don't. I don't. I think I know one that's married, and but then every other one I know are single. Yeah. I want, so why, I wonder what do you what do you think that why do you think that is? I think that's the same dynamic. I'm like I feel like if 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 they are at the point where they're making that much money. One, they can buy their own experiences. And I think part of of what you probably do to impress a girl in some ways provide experiences for them, whether it is dining them, taking them out, like flying, like mm-hmm. taking them on trips, whatever the case might be. But if they're getting it on their own, it puts them in a place of like, what do I need a man for? And then by nature, I think it's normal for a woman to want somebody who does more than they do or makes more than they do because then you're the provider if you're a man and i think uh we're at a point where we are replacing nature but we don't want to acknowledge the fact that we're doing that and like replacing nature yeah like i think it's the natural order of things to say the man is a provider uh, and women tend to be a little bit more nurturing so they usually are like with the kids and stuff uh, and if you're the provider, that's like what nature wants you to do. And I think a woman that's making a lot of money to the point that they can be the provider of a household on their own, they would still want someone that makes more than them. So that reduces the amount of people that they can potentially have access to. Uh, but they don't want to acknowledge it's like, oh, nature is telling me that I want someone that makes just as much as me or more or that's bigger than me uh, and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I think. Uh, I just for the from my point of view, my personal opinion that nobody asked for. I just think that women, women, if you can find a man that you believe in, that I think is that you that you think is worth it. I sometimes I feel like maybe you should try building that a little bit. See what happens. Like I, I don't know. I feel like all the. I'm trying to think of like most of the like long relationships that I know is kind of like. 
don't know. I don't really see many people. Like, I see, like, your relationship, mm. obviously, I've seen, like, I've seen y'all grow and build over time, but that you, maybe that's just because I'm close to y'all. Like, I could, yeah. I've seen y'all, so, like, that's what, like, that's the kind of shit where I'm like, all right, you know, you, that, like, that's not something that I see regularly anymore. Like, most people I see, like, oh, I know. I trying get to it. make that shit work, and then it's like, all right, boom, like, nah, that, that got, like, like, I growing up, like, to me, it's weird because I'm like, I got married very young. So when I first got married, everybody that I used to say, oh, I'm already married. They used to be like, you're married so young. So everybody was shocked. It's like, what? Yeah. You're married? And now the difference is when I tell people, oh, I'm married, like, people expect me to be married now. But when I tell them how long I've been married for, that's when they go, like, crazy. So it's kind of like. But it's like, if, if she, if she would have gave up on you at 21, 22, the person that you were then, and then she would, like. As opposed to like the person that you are now, like it didn't build with you along along that way. Both of y'all just building, growing together, and it's like I don't know. I think like it's, it's just fucked up. Like you miss it. Like I don't, know, I don't know how to describe exactly what it is I'm trying to say. I don't even think it's giving up on someone. I feel like because you're always gonna be changing and growing. Like I remember having one conversation, and I think that one rule that we came up with before we were even get married is the one reason why we're still together. And it was like one simple rule. It was like, the only thing we cannot do is if we're ever mad at each other, arguing or whatever the case might be, we cannot leave the house. You can sleep in a different bedroom. You can go sleep on a couch. Like, unless it's getting violent, you get what I mean? Which has never been the case. Uh, but we're not allowed to leave the house. Like, there's no reason for me, just because we're arguing, for me to say, cool, I'm going out partying or I'm going to go sleep somewhere else. Because uh, that's just opening the door to... One of two things. Either you're going to go out and do something dumb and then you won't be able to come back from that shit or you're going to go out and you're going to start talking to somebody else. And more than likely that somebody else is going to want to tell you things that you want to hear and they're going to start chirping on your ears like, oh, is this is the right situation you want to be in, whatever the case might be. And I think oftentimes separations and divorces come from outside influences more than what's single, happening single internally. Single motherfuckers around you. Like, yeah. That's why I'm like, yo, motherfuckers be trying to try to give me like a relationship advice sometimes I look at their relationship and it's like I love you and I respect you but if I don't not that I don't respect your relationship because I do respect your relationship but I personally just wouldn't handle my relationship the way that I see you handle yours I'm I'm gonna listen to your advice but I might not like necessarily always like really apply that shit or like sometimes it might be one one in one like in one ear and out the other kind of cause it's yeah. like bro this shit fucked up and you over here trying to tell me yeah. or like you single and like you all like I've been Nobody should take relationship advice from me. Because I've been single for man. I've been in two relationships and neither of them shits work. They were short relationships. I'm like, I'm not good. That's not something that I'm good at. Now, if you single and you like, yo, this, I, this shorty, she did it. Like, you trying to say like, yo, I feel, I feel like she might be playing me or some shit. I, I could give you some advice on that if a shorty play. Like, that kind of yeah. conversation. I like, got some single, casual dating shit because it's something that I've done more. I haven't really been in relationships. So, that's why I like to talk to people that have been in relationships. I'll ask, like, I could ask you a question. Yo, because... Or like uh, people that that have kids too. That like I'm like yo, how do you do this shit? Like what is like I, I, different questions? Cause it's no point of me asking them for like why would somebody ask me for kid advice? I have no, I don't know how to change a pamper. I don't know how to make a a, a fucking a thing of milk. I don't know how to do none of that shit. Cause I like for what? Yeah, like until you have the experience, it's not the same. Fuck that. You know what though? I think we kind of we, we we went past the we went past the the movie shit real fast. Um, they aren't movies though. They just like uh comedy specials that I that I did see was uh Tom Segura's Sledgehammer on Netflix. I, I saw that. Oh, I saw half of it. I couldn't. It was pretty it. good. I, I, I don't feel like I didn't feel like there was like any like super duper like 
like big punches or whatever that like have him crying and laughing. I like his older specials TV. better. I don't think this was just the best special. This is probably like the f- second one that I might have watched. The first, this, yeah. yeah, I think this is the second one. Yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna go back into uh, some of the other ones. Are they all on Netflix? The ones we talk about? Some more on Netflix. Yeah, they're online. You'll find them. Like between Netflix and YouTube, he has some jokes on there. Share like that. No, the other one I saw. Excuse me. Damn, that Celsius got me burping and shit. The other other special I saw was uh, Mark Norman, uh, Soup the Nuts. That shit. That shit. It just came out. That shit was hilarious too. That might, he had some shit, but I was crying, laughing on that. It was, it was a couple of them shows that were that were hilarious. Um. I I noticed that um after fucking but light fell not now I I keep seeing uh ads for Canadian beer. I Why? never I never seen an ad for on like YouTube you know like and like and socials and all that shit. Man, I've never seen an ad for no fucking Canadian beer. As soon as Bud Light start to fuck up, now it's like fucking Canada. Want to come with that bullshit, huh? Well, that's smart for them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They're like shit. Let me put it in front of more people because now like, people are looking for new beers to try out, anyways. With this, with this writer strike and all this shit, how there's no new shit coming out, it's gonna be like how how uh, COVID was at the beginning, like when everything shut down and then, like old shows popped off. That's gonna be the same shit. That's gonna I don't think now. so. I think what's gonna happen is shit that as people that are not in the union are gonna push shit out. So I think now you're gonna have a lot of probably independent films, independent where, pilots. Where are they gonna watch them at? Because you gotta figure everybody, everybody watches shit on on like Netflix on. On mm-hmm. YouTube, or even if they put it on YouTube where anybody can watch it, they have to be big enough or promoted enough for it to break through, to like, for it to get to. to well, that's what I'm saying. I think because there's less stuff gonna be put out there, there's a, like a bigger opening to potentially get somebody's attention. Because before you were competing with everything else that was coming out. I think I think you're right in the in saying that there's a bigger opening. Like the like it went from a from a a minuscule crack to like maybe this much. Like so, the opening is bigger, but I don't think it's a it's a big opening. Like for me, I I think the really big opening is on is like for the like the Netflix, the HBOs, all this shit to like their old content to to really pick up. Whatever like whatever old shit they got on there, like they might have some really good shows that like when like that that plane show I forgot yeah. what, that wasn't really that good, but that plane show that got popping, um, the motherfuckers that was jumping on this shit. Damn, what's that show called? It's the Asian show that everybody keeps talking. He got finessed out uh, of the money. Um. I can't, I'm bad at remembering titles and stuff, man. Fuck. I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting. Because I know, like, Netflix is not going to stop producing. They're going to stop producing in the U.S. But remember, Netflix is shooting shows everywhere. Yeah. So, like, I think... And they're buying content from other shit. Other I people. know. So, this is just going to open the door for them to go t- take money to another country. So, I think this is going to be a double-edged sword. Well, this, this show from South Korea, man. That, got, that was super fun. Squid Games. Yeah. Because they're, they're talking about making more shit like that. Yeah, just buy... Because a lot of these other these other countries have very like very good storylines, very good written shows and stuff like that. They just aren't always promoted the best. Or sometimes the show isn't that good, but the storylines are very good. They're yeah. Very, like, they have, they're very different. And if know? I'm Netflix, all I got to do is, oh, I buy it and I just have to have it dubbed. You know what I mean? I don't have to put money into the production or anything else. It's already been done. Like, I've been watching some Argentinian shit. Uh... Like there's been dubbed about it's like about a prison, mm-hmm. and it's like it's a pretty good show, and it's I feel like it's just gonna open the doors for more of that. Right. I seen I seen they they gained a whole bunch of um, Netflix gained uh, I think it was like six or ten million subscribers since they added that shit where yeah. you can only have a couple amount of people on the on the app. I thought they were gonna lose like lose money, lose subscribers, yeah. and shit, but not nah, shit. It's convenience. It's like now that you have it, it's like people don't want to leave Netflix, and it's kind of like it's gonna be a weird dynamic. Where 
they are the biggest streamer. So, you oh, you know also what we were talking about before was um, uh, Twitter, Twitter, you like Twitter losing value because of the the name change. But they didn't lose value. How do you know they lose value? Okay, so I don't know that they lost value. So that was what I I, I started after we had that conversation. I did a little bit more reading and stuff like that. They were just uh like they gave they gave like an uh, like an assumption like a rough assumption yeah. kind of from like four to twenty or whatever like um billion dollars potentially lost but it, it was like it's like branding stuff like because they're no longer going to use the word tweet which everybody tweet like tweet is a it's synonymous with like twitter yeah. like nobody that was, that wasn't a word that people use before like there's just certain little things that are synonymous with twitter that they could potentially be given up by changing their name and changing some of those some of these things brand going to be associated with it like eventually because i feel like people are going to be like people that are going to continue to call it that and then new people are going to adapt to the new name but i think what Elon wants to do, which is smart and probably scary at the same time, is I think he wants to follow on the WeChat model from China. And I don't know if you ever have you ever used WeChat? No, I'm not. I'm not familiar. So when you go to China, they have this app, probably similar to WhatsApp, but more complex. Like it has way more. Uh, but the way that you use it is you can message people, call people, and talk to people. But in addition, you literally use it for content, banking, uh, you pay for stuff, bus, anything. Like you can go to a store and more often than not, well, no, not more often. Every single time I had to pull up either WeChat or Alipay to scan a QR code and that's how you pay people. And everything happens within the app. And I mean, like I will go to restaurants and they wouldn't have servers. They'll have a barcode on the table. You scan it inside of the app and you see the menu, you start ordering and you pay. Everything is done through there and the food just starts coming out. Shit like that. So I think he wants to do that with, with Twitter and that's why he's rebranding it to X. So it's kind of like, oh, it's the X Corp. To me, that just sounds like the Umbrella Corporation and Resident Evil. But, <laughs> but, but I think he wants to make it so it becomes your source for not just communication, but everything else around it. Because he started monetizing video. That's another thing. So now he's paying creators for like posting stuff. So he's starting to take people away from other platforms and incentivizing them to like, oh, Twitter is your source for this. And if he can successfully do that and go beyond, it can be scary because it could truly become a monopoly where you go to Twitter for everything. That that was also one of the one of the things I have written down. Um <clears throat> About that, because there's one thing that every time that that he loses um, value or like that headlines are that he potentially did lose value for whatever the reasoning is because of this because of that people are like oh we're leaving because of this because of threads whatever the fuck happens he always has a counter that's some shit yeah. that I've noticed everywhere at least with Twitter he's always had a counter what any time that that it looks like a little down for him he he, he it might take him a little time but he's gonna counter and yeah. and I I think that a, per, a percentage of that. Is also him being direct and talking to like him tweeting like, "Yo, what y'all think about this? What y'all, whatever the fuck." And then I feel like it maybe it might not directly be him, but somebody is looking through some like some of these responses of like, "Yo, oh, this is actually no. a good idea." And some of the shit you know is him just because of the way he will answer. Like you'd be like, "I'm pretty sure Stafford is not gonna answer from his tweet Twitter account." Yeah. Was such an answer. Like you know it's him. Oh, you're saying like interacting with that with the people that are yeah that are adding. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. For sure. Like you know it's him, but I don't know. I think it, it's. And plus, he said this shit when he first bought Twitter. He said it. It was like, oh, that he was going to call it X eventually. Like, it wasn't, I don't know, why people just like to act surprise. And they, they, everybody else is a better business person than the, than the freaking owner of the company. 
Uh, just <laughs> like he's the one who spent all the billions to buy it. So if he wants to do whatever he wants with it, it is what it is. But I don't think people are even seeing how scary it can be if he makes that shit what he wants it to be, which is going to be like a centralized, um, like everything did. Everything yeah. But then, because if it gets to that point, and let's say you do get banned from it, then it's almost like you're getting banned from interacting in society. Because that's how it works in China. Like right now in China, like for example, the government can say, can revoke your access to WeChat. And if you revoke your access to WeChat, it's like you can't really get on access, on like public transportation. Because how do you pay? Uh, you got know what I mean? You cannot go to a restaurant and shit like that. It's almost like a way of controlling your social interactions and like they, like the, the social credit it, score. It's too. almost like getting shunned. Yeah. But I, I I have heard of this concept before. I just w- didn't think that Elon would be the one to like do it in America. Well, I'm not afraid because of Elon per se. Because uh, I think it sounds like he, he's like pro free speech and shit like that based on what he's doing. But the shit is that he's not going to be the one running the, the, the corporation forever. So once it's implemented, the power to do whatever it's going to do is going to lie in that corporation. And, like, there's no way of, like, knowing, like, is Elon going to be Elon? And, like, you take us an example, like, Apple. Like, when Steve Jobs died, Tim Cook took over, right? So he, like, got appointed as a CEO. And Tim Cook was way more about operations. And it wasn't so much about innovation. So his shit was, like, how do we maximize the most out of every product? So if you see the iPhone, how much it evolved from 2007 to 2011 when Steve Jobs died was crazy compared to how much has it evolved over the last... 12 years at the speed that is growing. Like it's very, very slow, but that is because now you have someone that is a legit corporate person for lack of a better term. So he's treating it as how do I maximize the amount of money I can take out of this product, out of every single product. And Steve Jobs died in 2011. Yeah. Damn. I feel like I, I, I remember that shit, but I just, I don't know why I thought it was a little like he, he was there for more than like four years of the iPhone run or whatever. Like I thought he was there for longer than that. Yeah, until the iPhone 4. Damn. I remember when the first iPhone dropped, like the lines were long as fuck. Everybody was outside and shit waiting for them shits. That shit was crazy. Um, Have you ever heard of, of the, like the same, the thing that were like, most people die within like a few miles of where they were born? No. I don't, I don't know what the fuck it's like. It's like a, like a saying or like a thing. But I just, I've, I've heard that before. We're like, I, I think it's like five miles away. They were born 10 miles away. They were born. Yeah. Like people died some type of shit like that. And I was just, I was just wondering how you felt about that. Like, cause I feel like people, people view that negatively, like dying, like living most of your life where you were born and or dying around, like where you were born type shit. Why? Well, because you never, and for the people that, that are like, that feel away about it because they feel like, oh, you never left. You never did shit. I feel especially in America, like I feel like Americans, they don't travel as much as you potentially can. Uh, like as I've been around the world, I think compared like even going to Europe, like Europeans are used to like hopping from country to country. And like most people speak multiple languages and shit like that. And here, even in Philly, like I know people I'll probably go out down this street and just pick any person. And most people probably lived and grew up and were born in Southwest and they never left it. Uh, 
So I don't think it's too abnormal for I mean, that to be the case. Europe is a bad is a bad example. Like you, I think you, you're right, but Europe is a kind of a bad example in a way, a little bit, just because there's so many countries and they and a lot of them speak different languages, so it's easier for you to. No, like, so that's what I'm saying. Like that's why I'm thinking that it makes sense for that saying. I think it's other than Europe, yeah. almost everywhere else in the world, you're like cool just living within where you live, your community, and whatever the case might be, because that's all you know. Uh, and I think by by default, most humans we tend to be afraid of change, and like picking up and leaving and going somewhere that you don't know. Uh, it's a little scary. It's a little scary. Like I will encourage it, but I'm like, ah, I'm like, it probably just comes from moving here when you're a kid without with no plan and not knowing. So I don't, I don't know. I just wrote this down. I don't know. So I, I was at work. And I was coming out of the bathroom, but I was trying, I was being polite. I was, I was just trying to be polite and the, like, it was one of the, like the gender neutral bathrooms or whatever, like man or woman, either one, either one of them go in the bathroom. So I'm like walking out and there's this girl trying to walk in or whatever. And my stupid ass is thing like, I don't know. I'm just trying to be polite. I'm not really thinking about it. I'm trying to let her go in. Like, but I'm still kind of in the bathroom, but I'm not thinking about it. I'm just trying to let her go first. So she's looking at me like I'm crazy and shit. And it took me a second to like really process that I was still in the bathroom. And um, I don't know. That shit, it was just, it was an awkward situation. And that shit just stayed on my mind for a minute. So I don't know. I just wrote that down. I just wanted to share that. It was, there's nothing else to that story. But. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me. Oh, she yelled at me because I tried to hold the door open or some shit. She gave me a look like I was a fucking creep. And then I'm like, they want this bitch. Like, why she looking at me like that? And then. It took me a second to realize that I also was holding the bathroom door open as I'm standing in the bathroom. So I, I like it was kind of weird, but I just I just was trying to be nice. So I didn't even really process that part of it on some bullshit. But oh damn, this would have been perfect to fucking talk about um, a little bit earlier. It would have gone great with it. Did you did you see this video? This shit of yeah of where you they saying like you shouldn't post a picture of your kid or whatever. Yes. Yeah, I have a different thought on it, though. It would, I would love to hear it. Yeah, like a whole different thought on it about AI and like what can happen when, like, if you post pictures of your kids as a kid and like how somebody. So, so the whole concept of the video, and I'll and I'll throw it on top of the of the of the of this as I'm talking about it is like this clip that kind of goes through the life of a little girl, and their parents just post pictures of them when they were kids, like young kids, and like with AI and so on. They start making like a whole storyline of how her identity gets stolen and people can attack her in the future and do, use all her information uh, for an advantage. What were your thoughts when you first saw it? I, I, I thought I just kind of thought it was scary. I'm like, damn, like how how much this shit is like how much um, it's advanced. Yep. But it, it, it wasn't really surprising. I don't know, but that's about that's about it because the, the thing like the way that they made the video was to try to like I feel like it was focused a little bit more on like why you shouldn't post kids like your kids kind of thing. Yeah. In the video, and I'm, like I don't really have kids, so it's not really something that I'm like fully processing it in in every faction, like in every way that I could. But I definitely think that that shit is crazy. It's scary. I think it's scary if you look at it through that lens, and I think that video. I think it goes back to like I'm gonna go back to like the whole beginning of the conversation. Depending on where you where you were born and how you're viewing it, you're gonna view it very differently. So I think that video is viewing it from the lens of somebody who kind of has that innate fear of technology because they didn't grow up with it. But like, if you take the same concept of AI 
imagine I'm starting to interact with AI in my 30s. Imagine somebody who starts to interact with AI their entire life. How is that going to be better for them when they're like 18, 17, 19, whatever the case might be, uh, versus somebody who kind of doesn't do it? Because look at it from this perspective. The way you interact with the internet is probably different than the way I do and very different than our parents do. Yeah. Like completely different. And it'll be the same thing with like AI and so on. Um, I think this can create an opportunity for almost to have this symbiotic kind of access to it. Because imagine if you're growing up with AI and when you're like 15, 16, 17, AI kind of has known your entire life. So now you have this chat bot or something that you can talk to and be like, oh, I've been stressed out lately. What can be causing it? And this thing tells you, well, you've been working 10-hour days for the past whatever many weeks. Whenever you work eight-hour days, you tend to be more relaxed or you get more sleep or you do X, Y, Z. So now you have AI to the point that it can help you through life sort of in a way that we're not thinking about it because we're thinking about it from a perspective of it being negative. You know what I mean? Because you have people now asking AI, oh, can you make me a workout plan and shit? And it's doing that. Imagine if it can do that, but it already has, it already knows you. Because it knows where you've been, where you posted and so on. So it's kind of like, kind of creates a weird dimension. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's pro cons to everything. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's, I, I, like, I like that perspective one. I like that, that point of view too, though. Because I think the, the identity piece, that's already happening now. It's, it, it's like your journal that talks back to you. Type shit. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, it stores everything in there. Because imagine if you were an Apple Watch, and then AI can, like, literally, is keeping track of everything you've done with your Apple Watch, and it can let you know, it's like, oh, your heart rate is racing in a certain way, or your skin temperature is changing, and so on. You may want to get to a doctor, because you may be having a heart attack, or some shit like that. Like, it can predict it. I don't know. Like, it can be that good eventually. I don't know. That's, like, one, one way of looking at it. Cause I know for me, like I wear this shit, like right, and I and I know this knew I had COVID before I had any symptoms of COVID, like well, two days prior. Like a- this is a whoop. So just a literally, it told me like I was able to see. It was like, oh, all my numbers are thrown off, like they're not like the normal shit that it, the way they should be. And then like two days later, I get like I, I go get a test, and I'm like, oh shit, I'm positive for COVID, and and then a day later, I'm good. But I didn't have any symptoms. I only had symptoms for like that one day. But it kind of knew enough to, like, for me to be like, something's not right. Because it has that consistency. Yeah, it's like your notes, your journal, and shit. got everything in there. All right, well, we appreciate y'all for tuning in. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, each and every week. We're going to keep uh, bringing you guys consistent content every week. Um, hit the, hit the, the, the link tree in, the, in our bio. Uh, there's, a, there's a link for the anonymous question. Links on there. So whatever, you, whatever you, uh, y'all want to send us. What are uh, questions y'all want us to talk about? Topics? Um, y'all want? If, if there's any guests that y'all that y'all like that y'all want to see back? Uh, I don't know. Anything? Anything else you, you guys you want to add? Yeah. Um. All right. Well, we appreciate y'all for like, comment, subscribing, tuning in each and every week. I am Audi behind the lens. Well, actually, he's behind the lens and in front of the lens now. That's Ro. I'm saying we appreciate y'all. Thank you.